What's going on, listeners? Welcome back to Matt Goes to the Movies, and this is going to be a video game episode. You've seen the title of this episode, where we're going to talk about the Resident Evil 4 remake, which is a tough task to remake what is widely considered one of the most beloved games in the Resident Evil franchise. Of uh, all time. Of all, yeah. You know, we've we've seen it work very well with Resident Evil 2. We saw it work not so well with Resident Evil 3. And what, you know, was there a reason to remake this game? And the very early answer for me is yes, there was a reason to remake this game. And it's in the game that we got. Um, we're certainly going to talk about a lot of that along the way. Certainly what this could mean for the future of remakes in the Resident Evil series. What do you want to see remade? Um, what should be the next logical choice um, as they go through remakes is, is this game has sold incredibly well. But, you know, uh, I was around when the first Resident Evil 4, when it hit, um and change Resident Evil and, and really got the franchise back on track, so to speak, and, and really, you know, took it in another direction. Brandon, you weren't really able to see that firsthand. You know, you, you played a little bit of it. I don't think you ever actually beat the original copy. Um, but you, you certainly can read up on, on what Resident Evil four did for the franchise, but man, you know, this this hit and it, it's been on fire, certainly with the Mercenaries DLC, which is, you know, had, you know, some some strong, you know, opinions on it, especially with some of the, the pay to win stuff that they added. Um, but, you know, in terms of the core game, you know, this is this is how you do a remake, which kind of makes you wonder how they went from two and four to what they decided to do with three. But man, um, you know, you played the chainsaw demo, but popping in Resident Evil four and actually playing it, you know, cause certainly there were some differences between the demo and, and what you got in the opening of the game. Um, what, what were your thoughts originally? So are you saying with the demo? Or... Yeah. Like, you know, you had the demo and then you're, you know, you're like, you you were a fan of the demo, but then you were able to actually play the game and, and get into it. And some of the things in the opening are different than what they were able to show you in the demo. But yeah, because what's funny is I think I mentioned it while we were playing is some routes in the village are closed off. So like you have to take new routes to avoid these people. And I feel like the difficulty in the village is also updated not from the mad chainsaw mode, but from like normal mode, it definitely feels like the villagers are more frantic. They're all over the place and it does cause like, it was something I wasn't prepared for, even though I played the demo for a couple hours and it's not a, it's not a long demo too. I played it constantly. And from that demo alone, I knew I was like, this could be very good if this is it for the rest of the game. Yeah, and it turned out, lo and behold, that it was. You know, the the polish that you saw from the demo shined throughout the entire game. And, 
you know, again, this is something where you look at this remake, you look at what was put in behind it, the love, the care, the detail. And this is, again, what a time to be a fan of Resident Evil. Uh, Certainly Resident Evil 7 and 8, you know, had a lot of good graces with the franchise. I I liked both of those games immensely. I I thought they were both very well done. Um, But man, I, these, the remakes and especially four boy, it's, you know, it's a big risk taking a beloved classic, you know, something that a lot of places put as one of the top games of all time to, to remake this. There's certainly a risk there, but I don't think the stock of Resident Evil has ever been higher than it is right now with the release of this. Four million units sold already for Resident Evil 4, um, which is which is a great number. They're really impressed with that and happy with that. And something that I think, you know, Brandon, what we'll talk about is it begs the question, what not should something get remade next, but okay, what are they going to remake next? Cause you can't deny the popularity of these games. And certainly with the way that this game ends and the cutscene that we get, you know, and we'll, we'll continue to talk about, you know, four and some of the features of this game, but it almost feels like a sure thing that five is going to get remade. I, I don't see, and I said this to you once you were able to play it, cause we had to play this at separate times. You were away on, on a work thing. Um, I don't see how you don't remake five, given the fact that you change some of how that story from what we know it is going to go um, based on the original way that resident evil four ended to me, it seems like a sure thing that you you don't do that unless you 100% plan on remaking Resident Evil 5. And I'm all for it. If if they can do with 5 what they're doing with 4, certainly it felt like some of the mechanics in 4 were a test for 5 and having a partner. But I feel like you got to go in that direction and, and go with 5 Certainly, it seems like Code Veronica is an afterthought now, and five for me is the way to go. Yeah, just like how eight had a lot of little testing for a four remake, that end scene alone has like it actually has like five different references to Resident Evil five that I and it's like I don't see a reason why not. Because why would you put all that stuff there and give us the first time we've seen a character in the RE engine? There's no reason to not go to five. Now, we did talk about an RE1 remake, but I think the main priority would be. Actually, maybe it's RE9. It's the next Resident Evil game is either nine or five remake, but honestly, after eight and four remake, I don't really care what comes out next. I'll be playing it. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, we could certainly get RE nine next, but the next remake is, it it, it is five, but, you know, talking more about Resident Evil four and just, you know, one, the original looked great, but man, this remake 
is to me, and I th- I think two and three look amazing. It's on the PS4 too. <laughs> like d- despite the you know how much content was cut from Resident Evil Three, the remake. It's a gorgeous game. You you can't deny that. But I think they outdid themselves with the Resident Evil Four. It's incredibly atmospheric. You know the designs of creatures that were scary originally are even more frightening now. The level of detail, just the smallest things. When Leon is firing his gun and there's enemies in close, the way he tucks his shoulders and or I mean his elbows in towards his chest that he can angle the gun. There's, there's so many little details in this game that when you really do stop to just kind of like world appreciate, so to speak, and look around on the screen, it's gorgeous to look at. It runs crazy smooth. The weapons feel great. You literally can blow enemies in half, shoot off limbs, you can suplex them, knife parrying. There's so much great about the gameplay. It's just, it's such a smooth transition when you're doing anything in this game, exploring, like this is a game that as soon as I beat it, I literally wanted to start playing it again. And that's one of the biggest compliments you can give a game is I beat it and literally I started playing it again. I didn't even take a break. I literally just went right in to new game plus automatically. Yeah. So going on about like the looks and stuff, I think a lot of people, when I mention it, will know what it is, but there is a shot of Ada like near the end of the game It's right before you go onto the Island. I think that looks like, I don't know how they did it, but it looks like something you'd see out of a Sony exclusive. Because, you know, like Sony exclusives are always going to look better because it's the hardware that they're provided and they'll know it best. Somehow the RE engine has done this and this thing is a work of art. I like it started in seven and now we're like, how many years has it passed? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm not sure exactly. And it's worked on so many games like Devil May Cry. It's working on Street Fighter now. And it's just been insanely good for Capcom to use, and it's given results. And honestly, it might be one of the better engines out there, considering how it works. But yeah, this game looks amazing. The lighting, uh, they got rid of the, (laughs) I think a lot of people call it the Mexican filter from Breaking Bad, where a lot of the stuff is like kind of tinted yellow. But it's a lot darker, and I think that helps out because for most of it, I don't think the original is really that much scary. They go deeper in the horror in this remake, especially with the Regenerators, which we'll get into. They make those scarier somehow. Yeah, no, I think, you know... There is an aspect of the original that has some horror elements, but they certainly tap into that more here, um, you know, with the atmosphere that they present. And largely, this is, to me, this is the most absolute faithful 
Um, this this goes as close to the original game as the remakes that they have done. Certainly, there's things. There's so much cut from three. There is stuff cut from two. Um, they they certainly to me stayed closer to the original. You know, story and all of the plot points. Things that they did add, I thought worked much better. Things that they took away, I really don't think were missed, at least from my perspective. I I don't feel like I missed a lot of things um, in the small things that they took out, but I think they just did an incredible job. I think what they added with Krauser, making him a little bit, you know, some of more of, you know, that relationship and dialogue with Leon, they certainly added to. Um, if you played those Umbrella Chronicle games on the Wii, you certainly know their history. Um, but I felt like they gave you more of that. I, I like that a lot. Um, I do find it kind of funny. I think we joked about it. Um, you know, the one thing that maybe I don't know how many people agree with this because I haven't really read anything, but I do like how we have a little bit of a Emperor Palpatine version in 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 this uh in this game but i think what they added is great i think what they kept is even better and again it's it's out of the three remakes that we've gotten to me it's the most the most faithful and there are four characters that benefit from these story changes which is crazy we mentioned krauser luis who they keep alive for a little bit more he is definitely better the internet has done a full 180 and everyone loves Ashley now, which is great. I thought she was amazing. And Leon gets a little bit of kind of character motivation and backstory in this as well. A little bit more than he did in four. So it was pretty cool to see kind of either redemption added on or even something that we didn't think they would really need for these characters. Yeah, I think there's certainly some some backstory to Leon, and I really did like the the fact of you know starting the game with the a little bit of a recap of Resident Evil Two using the remake footage to explain what was happening. I certainly think they did a much better job with Luis. Um, if you read, you know, if you pick up and actually read some of those reports, there's a lot of lore behind, you know, things that happened here. I just, I really do like, I really do like what they have done with this game. And there were some things that I totally forgotten about playing Resident Evil 4 for the very first time that as I was going through the story, certain things were, they felt very, very fresh to me. And I was enthralled. Like I could not stop playing this game like okay i had work but i would come home and i would do some you know normal routine stuff i'd i'd feed the dog i'd get something to eat myself um kind of clean up a little bit and i was like i i have to go back to playing this game it was it just had me hooked from the moment it released i could not stop myself from playing this and just the whole time having an absolute blast with it just never wanting to put it down and then like i said the biggest compliment i can get it is immediately once i beat the game starting to go through it again because i wanted to pick up extra things um you know maybe try something different with the levels but you know you wanted to talk about a character that you thought was a heck of a lot scarier 
Um, and I'll, I'll let you get into that because yeah, some of the designs that were great, boy, these, these updated graphics and, you know, things that they did it, it, again, it made good, great. And it made great. Amazing. Yeah. Like, um, what's his name? Verduo. Is that the boss name? Like that super tall guy that's in like the hallways. Yeah. That's. Somebody else would probably pronounce it different. Yeah, but like he was terrifying when I saw him. <laughs> like I kind of ran for most of that fight, but like I think El Gante or what? What big dude? Yes. But yeah, yeah, El Gante. He looks amazing. Another scene that looks amazing is the dog getting its own cinematic scene. That's pretty cool. Um, trying to think of all of the bosses here. Ramon was pretty sick. He felt like the closest, like Resident Evil, like between two and three. He looked like those games bosses, which I found kind of funny. Salazar is a lot bigger <laughs> than in the original. And that eye ball in the mouth scene is still disgusting. But let's talk about the Regenerators. I think I had the perfect introduction to them. I'm looking for the scope. Next thing you know, I turn. Once again, remake darkens everything. And there's this big, (laughs) glowy-eyed silhouette just looking at me. (laughs) And I, I wish I recorded it on, like, the capture stuff. But I screamed. I ran. (laughs) Like, those things are terrifying in this game and it helps that like everything is dark so it's just their silhouettes and now they run at you and they can't be beaten unless you have that scope which they don't give you until like 20 minutes after they're introduced yeah uh, those the introduction to that character was really well done again they add a little bit of you know more horror element to them, which was really great to see. And again, like the pacing of this game is something else that I compliment because it just, it felt so evenly paced the way that things were structured from the original. It was, it was just so well done. Nothing ever felt like a side quest, a fetch quest everything felt part of the story, um, which there were some aspects in Resident Evil two remake as much as I liked that it didn't seem to flow as well as the original flowed. Um, where again, this game just from start to finish just felt like a pure, um, you know, like a pure story from start to finish. And again, being able to, you know, shoot you know the las plagas infected with you know in the leg to cripple them so to speak actually shooting off their arms and things like that it it added a lot to the gameplay especially with depending on what difficulty level you played on and maybe getting overwhelmed you know there was a cool a cool feeling about having strategy about where to shoot them, when to shoot them, maybe hoarding some of them together to shoot a barrel or in the opening where you can shoot down the lantern and it, you know, I mean, 
hopefully, you know, everybody that's listening understands, like I'm not condoning animal cruelty. Like when you shoot down the lantern and it burns the, you know, it sets the cow on fire and then he runs into him and sets all of the, the villagers on fire. Um, that's, that's mandatory. Just you need to do that at least once, you know, just the ways that you can, you know, kind of plan your attacks and things like that. Th- there is strategy that can go into this game. So you don't get overwhelmed, uh, which was really, really cool. Parts of two, and three don't feel like that. They feel like bullet sponges or, you know, varying other degrees. But to me, again, this game, you can have a lot of strategy with this game and how to to clear a room. Yeah, this game's like the gameplay is fantastic. And I think that's why I'm having so much fun going through mercenaries now. And I didn't play mercenaries in the other games. But like here, I'm I'm going through everything. I just cleared all the stages with Leon. I got to do them with all the other characters. But there's a lot to it, especially it helps that the sound design is perfect. Like the literal whipping on the rifles and the popping of their heads is so satisfying to get. Or just, you know, you kick them and you hear their bones crunch or the impact of their neck snapping on a snoop on a suplex. It just all like fits together for a good experience that helps the gameplay overall. Yeah, no, it's I I played mercenaries modes before. I do enjoy them a lot. I'll certainly be playing it. Hopefully we'll get some more characters. Uh, Certainly we've heard that, you know, I was reading today that separate ways DLC is, you know, looking like it's going to come out sooner rather than later, which I think will be very interesting, um, especially depending on what we get based on the ending cutscene that we saw. Um, you know, is separate ways going to play out a little different than it did in the original? Uh, will we get a hint as to maybe Resident Evil 5? Because, you know, you mentioned it and, you know, Certainly we don't have to avoid spoilers or anything like that. We're not getting into, you know, exactly what the story. I think anybody who's listening to this episode knows what the story is of, of Resident Evil four. Leon has to find the president's daughter and save her from what appears to be crazy villagers as you find out more. Um, but, you know, we got a, a our first look at Albert Wesker in the RE engine, which you know, he uh, looks magnificent. Too. Yeah. You know, um, certainly, uh, an insanely popular video game character. Um, so will we see more of him in separate ways? Will we again, get a hint as to what the next, you know, project is going to be in the resident evil universe. Uh, I'm super excited for hopefully separate ways to come out very soon. And, and maybe see where this franchise goes or hopefully get some sort of announcement um, that lets us know what's going on. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for that, especially if we're able to play more as Ada. And it does seem that with that DLC's release, we'll get Ada and Wesker. I'm really hoping we get another costume for Wesker. That's his like stars uniform. That'd be pretty cool. Now imagine if that's their way of telling us RE1 remake right there. <laughs> here's 
here's the outfit. You're going to be getting it. But before we wrap up, let's do what is our favorite bosses? Um, because this game has some good ones. Yeah. So, you know, I, I won't count the lake monster. Um, you can count the lake monster. I'm not going to. I, I don't think it compared to the other bosses. I think that's probably the weakest one. Um, so I'm I'm not really counting him in the boss fights. Um, I like Salazar a lot. I, I like I, I like that boss fight a lot. I I do think I have to give. I do think I have to give my favorite boss fight to the ending. Um, just because, again, it's it's for me, it's the culmination of the game. I think it's very well done. Uh, what I will say is about these boss fights. You, I've certainly seen, you know, I'm sure a lot of people have seen on YouTube or whatever else. You know, there's there's ways to cheese them. Um, however, take this egg. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel. You know, to me, if you're just if you're playing, you're not using the eggs, um, you know, you're not using the the bolt, um, the bolt gun with the grenades um, to to set up certain events and you're just playing the bosses outright with gunfire. I feel like these boss fights are very fair. I, I, I don't feel like they're difficult just for the sake of being difficult to be bullet sponges. I feel like they're actually really good boss fights. I really did enjoy them. My favorite one is I'm going to give the nod to the ending with Lord Sadler. Um, it's just, the, it's the culmination of the game. It's everything that I wanted. It's a boss fight that again, I felt was very fair. Um, I felt accomplished when I beat him, which is something that you want from a boss fight. And I just, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a great setup. And I, I'm going to give the nod to the ending one. You also have to mention the God of War, like cinema, cinematic that you kill him with. <laughs> like that was crazy after you shoot a rocket, Leon's jumping through everything. But what's funny is that I predicted that the lake monster was going to be like probably the easiest because I was playing the original and I was like, What's getting me is the controls. So I wonder if they're going to treat it like the villagers and they're going to update them so they're more difficult. They did that for the giant, but they didn't do that for the lake monster. So this went down like first try, super easy. But I would say I do kind of like Mendez as well. I think the jumping attack that Leon does help, but... I think overall, I'm going to give it to Krauser. Not the knife one, even though that was good. I'm talking about like him setting up the traps, him shooting, and then you get a 1v1. It's just the dialogue, the set pieces, the game tricks you. Hey, you want these items? And Krauser blows you up. And then you get the standoff with him transformed. You can parry him and, you know... I'm trying to think of a movie reference to it. Leon gives him like a full swing kick that you'd see in the UFC. But I think the biggest thing is like I mentioned, I would want to play Dark Side Chronicles now just to like get the relationship between these two. Cause all I hear about Krauser in the original is 
I wish they would have given him more. And now I'm like, I feel like I got enough, but I also want to see where this all came from. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, what a, a compliment to say, geez, I feel like I, I know enough about him and Leon that I'm I, I'm confident in their story that they had a history. And there certainly is a a show of respect, I feel, between the two of them there is as Krauser is, you know, realizing that he's been defeated and he's going to die. Um, but it makes you want more, which is, you know, which is good. It doesn't. It, there's a difference between, well, Jesus, I have no reason why I should be invested in this. I need more to be invested. And boy, I, I'm invested and I, I would love more. I would like to see more. There's, there's a huge difference to me, but yeah, I could certainly see that that Krauser fight is certainly close. It's, it's, you know, it could certainly creep up there to number one. Um, I think that's a you know really really good pick for what would be the overall you know maybe the best boss battle because of the personal connection to it um, from a you know the the player standpoint and things like that. So I think that's a really good pick for for the best boss fight. Yeah. Uh, one last thing, Sadler's two. By the way, I didn't make that clear. Sadler is two, and there's nothing in between in Krauser and Sadler. They're both the top two. Yeah, I, I mean, it's again w- overall what a great game. You know, this is this is a must buy for me. Um, you know. This this is again, this is one of those things as to this is why video games are popular. This is why video games are fun. This is something that is a, a must buy. I've certainly bought games. Brandon, we've talked about this. You've bought games where it was like, I wish I would have just waited because three weeks later it was on sale at the PlayStation store. And yeah, it 45 bucks. Fine. 60 bucks feels like, damn it, I, I, I wish I wouldn't have spent 60 bucks on this. Maybe even 45 for certain games is, has been too much after they've gone on sale. But to me, you know, this this was, I was convinced, you know, this was a day one purchase. You know, We had it already pre-ordered on the PlayStation Store, ready to go. Um, but yeah, this, this was a, yeah, you know, 60 bucks is like... This was a great form of entertainment, still getting entertainment out of it, still things to come. This is a $60 purchase that that made sense, Um, which, again, in this day and age is a compliment to to a video game with so many games that have come out broken and everything else in between. Um, Yeah, there's nothing, you know, to to, you know, to pay 60 bucks for this. I'm like, yeah, this was this was worth the value that it was paid. I, this is not, and certainly if this is something you want to play and you're like, I, you know, I can't afford the 60 bucks right now and whatnot. Certainly that's not what we're saying. Um, but if you're like, geez, what, what should I spend my 60 bucks on, on a video game? To me, Resident Evil four is the pick. Like this is, it's certainly worth a full price pick. Yeah. This is like, this could be like game of the year. Honestly, it's a it's a tough race this year, but like I I think yeah. it'll be in the category. Oh, easily. It's Resident Evil 4. It's gonna be there by the fall. 
Now, returning viewers will know we did a top 100 games, and I still update that. I don't know about anyone else. But I put this at number eight. (laughs) So if that says enough of what I think about this game, we also never even mentioned the soundtrack. Yeah, soundtracks. The soundtrack is amazing. Listen to the shooting range. Listen to both themes. Uh, they're, uh, They're a treasure. It's insane. But yeah, buy buy this game. If you can, go buy this game. Go play it. I think you'll love it. And that's really most of all I have to say. Yeah. So normally at the show, when we're doing movies and we're talking about movies, we do a popcorn time review where we rate the movie out of five buckets of popcorn. Uh, We're going to do essentially the same thing. Still going to call it popcorn time. We're going to rate this game out of five buckets. And if it hasn't been obvious from the review, it, it's a five bucket game for me. This this is again a peak video game. It is unbelievable. To me, it's it's almost perfect. Um, I can't really think of anything that I'd want to say. Oh, I like. Oh, this is a bad thing from it. But this is a five bucket game for me. Just keeping the review scale that we do for when we're reviewing movies. Yeah, it's it's in my top 10. I think everything I have in my top 10, I would rate a five out of five. So by default, yep. Like stuff like Elden Ring, I'm I'm naming it a five out of five. It's just everything we've said really holds up. I can't wait for the DLC to even still be a five out of five. And this is just a good, good video game. It's not too long. Resident Evil games aren't too long. Actually, it's longer than eight. Yeah. Yeah. But you'll you'll definitely get your money's worth, even with those amount of hours. So, listeners, thank you so much for joining us for our review of Resident Evil 4. Again, if you can, go out, grab this game. Think you'll absolutely love it. Thank you for joining us. Uh, it's always a blast doing something a little bit different on the podcast. You know, email us uh, in the show notes. You'll have our email address: Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Let us know, like, what do you think of this game? Uh, do you agree with our takes? Do you not agree with our takes? Uh, is it better than the original, or do you still hold the original in higher regard based on maybe where you were in your life or video games when that first came out? Let us know in the comments. We certainly love hearing from our listeners, and we'll see you very soon at Matt Goes to the Movies.